0: On today's show, we want your recorded intros. Did you hear about our peaceful new bell? Red school bus is mentioned with young James and Sinclair, our special guest. Mmm, tuna pasta. John teams up with Bigfoot and scares a bunch of kids. We always got jokes and stories and contest details. Gross things in backpacks, luggage. Hmm. Bathroom antics. Gas and fire. James has done it. John taught kids to flip the bird.
1: Andrew tells a story that almost led to his spicy demise.
0: You know you should eat your fiber. And we pick a winner for the contest. All this and more on this episode of That Story Show.
1: Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This
0: episode is brought to you by our patrons like Shepherd Geek, Spirit Dog Training, and Steffi Trot, who support the show via Patreon. Get more content, ad-free listening swag, and more. Visit support.thatstoryshow.com to get started.
1: Hello, this is Clementine, and this is Jayla, and you're listening to That Story Show! Oh yeah!
0: Hey! This is That Story Show, people! A- Hallelujah!
1: <laughs> you're watching! Hey, he who's cooking pizza? I turned into a bat, I threw it in his a <laughs> I left her some guano. I <laughs> <laughs> <And the junk. laughs>
0: Hey, podcast people, this is That Story Show, the show that puts your real-life stories into the spotlight. It is episode 438, brought to you the week of February 23rd, 2023. I am your host. My name is James Kennison, and my good friend is here.
1: Hey, I'm John, and I'm
0: here in, as well.
1: Don't you love uh, the the little intros that the people do? I do, and you know, we rarely get a chance to talk about it. I know, that's why I thought so, I would bring
0: them up, because... Thank you. I love that people send in intros. We have a different one every week, pretty much. And it's because people sit down and record them and send them in. And And I love the kids. I love the grownups. I love it when people do voices. I love it when they get creative. I love it when they just don't. When they just say, hey, this is yeah. Jim Walker, and you're listening to that story show. So, by the it's way, the we need some more. We're running low. So, if you're up for it, you record something on your phone. Call our, our 888 number or whatever it is. Um, and uh, and yeah, I don't feel good.
1: <laughs> Send one in. Yeah, he,
0: he lost your steam there. Yeah, Bob. I did.
1: The, the phone number <laughs> eight eight whatever it is. It's a set something.
0: Whatever. You got a
1: phone number. Look it up on the internet. Who
0: cares? Yeah, I'll
1: uh, <clears throat> I'll, I can I can provide that that number if you wish. Go ahead. No, I, I don't know.
0: I don't even know where to. <laughs> oh eight five. I think it's eight five five story or something i don't know it's it's on the contact page at nlcast.com all right you can go yeah yeah eight three three five five story there we go there we go all right uh, oh, we're thanks, pro- we're Chad. professionals uh we always yeah. start with an opening story this is called no dumping uh timothy singstrew from orville ohio i drive around my state for a job one day i had to go to the restroom so bad i had to find a place to stop place that fit mm. the bill was a walmart in a fairly small town that's a brave stop right there because yeah it is walmart bathrooms are notorious for for just being filthy anyway i quickly went inside and found the front restroom was being cleaned and the janitor sent me to the back one i didn't even know there was a back one that must be the employees usually uh so I, I was almost sprinting as I opened the door. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was sprinting as I opened the door. I entered the first stall I saw and sat down and instantly felt the relief. Man, I've been there. I've been there. I don't want to talk about it.
1: Just made it. Safe.
0: Yeah. As I was sitting there, I heard a phone ring and a female voice said, hello. (laughs) I immediately realized that I did not see any urinals as I ran in. I hate to admit (laughs) this, but I immediately just pulled up my pants peeked out through the stall crack to see if the coast was clear. And I ran across to the men's room and finished my business. (laughs) A lot of extra wiping involved in that one. I have a feeling (laughs) (laughs) there it is all out in more ways than one. I hope it makes it on the show. There we go. Oh, by the way, did you notice we have a new bell sound? Listen, it's a peaceful bell. Um, some people said that the old bell hurt their ears. Oh. And so I got a new bell. Listen, it's so nice and little.
1: It's it's rather faint for my ears, but that doesn't mean that it's quiet. It yeah. just means.
0: Well, maybe we'll do a, a vote and people hear. can vote if they want to bring back, you know, the, the old bell. Because I, I really, your son was one of the people that said it hurt his ears oh he doesn't count he doesn't have an opinion that's what i thought at first i thought that for like three years and then i was like well maybe every single episode that he complains about it i should listen because it's every single episode so you know he kind of cries a lot and stuff you must Uh, be very proud so anyway um it's time for us to rewind the week not for real james is awesome he if you are wondering what we're talking about i do a kid's show it's kind of like this one but for kids it's called red school bus and uh it's yeah. available and you should listen to it even if you're a grown-up because it's funny especially last episode uh, it was episode 99 and wow. um we had uh james's friend on his name is sinclair or something like that what, what was his name <laughs> spencer. spencer yeah and, uh, he was, he's a middle school. he's 13 and, and I like wailed on him the whole time. It was great.
1: Yeah. He had a great time. We actually listened to it last night Yeah, and, uh, he was laughing at, at just, I mean, it was great. It was a great show. The energy was really high. And yeah. A lot of it was,
0: it was a lot of fun. And James was yeah. thrilled to have somebody else for me to pick on, you know, <laughs> he, he got to be the true straight man. You know, he usually is anyway, but, uh. Okay, so Rewind the Week is where we uh, take something from the last seven days or so and, and talk about it. And mine's kind of dumb. Um <laughs> really. It yeah. seems to be the theme these days. Yeah. <laughs> well this one's dumb, not because it will make a bad story. It's just it shows how dumb I am, like on a on a on an ongoing <laughs> basis. I'm a terrible husband, I'm a, I'm a I'm a I'm a kind of a loser, and here's why, okay. I, <laughs> I I, I, was making myself a tuna fish sandwich, okay? So what do you do? You open the can, and you use the lid to squeeze out the juice in the sink. That's right, because you don't want soggy tuna. Thank you. And and <sighs> then you wash your hands, because it smells terrible, but it tastes awesome. You don't want to smell on your hands. So I wash right, my hands, right. and my wife has this fruity-flavored, you know, Soap, soft soap stuff near you know Something
1: the from B F and Body Works. Exactly,
0: down. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so, and it's you know I buy it for so it's my fault too. So I wash my hands and I'm done. And um, I I it was that was my experience. Okay, that was my experience. I I I squeezed out the tuna water. I washed my hands. That's the that is one side of the story. The other side okay. of the story is my wife. Um, got some noodles out of a strainer and ate them and said, this tastes like soap. Oh, Oh no. I had, I'm like, Oh crap. <laughs> She's oh, like, you washed your no. hands. The one time you wash your hands, you wash them over my noodles. <laughs> I'm like, I also squeezed tuna juice out on them too. <laughs> what are they? What are noodles doing in the sink? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. I, I thought they, I I don't know that it even registered, but if it did, I thought they had already been, you know, eaten out of, and that was just the remainder. So I'm, I'm, I, she would not let that one go. Usually she'll laugh it off, but that one, she was, she was upset because (laughs) she had boiled those noodles, I guess, and waited for them and was hungry for them and went to go get them and put them in her mouth. And she tasted Bath and Body Works. So uh,
1: did she eat them all?
0: No, she threw them in the now trash. She had to
1: toss them all. Oh.
0: Yeah, tasted uh. like soap and tuna fish. So
1: soapy, soapy. Yeah. yeah, or either that or the tuna fish smelled like uh, fruity flowers. But
0: I, I got told I was, I was not observant enough. I got told a lot of things, oh. and and you know what? I couldn't argue with her. She's right. I am, I'm the worst. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> poor james i know i mean you were focused on what you're going to do you're going to
0: get your I was, yeah i was just doing stuff. what i was doing so yeah i was making I mean, my own you dinner you know i was it, being oh, self-sufficient yeah. you know i was doing good stuff i didn't know i was Whoops. being bad that's how bad i am so <laughs>
1: anyway sorry 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 that your wife had to endure that uh but i'm sure yeah It won't be the very last time.
0: No, I'm going to be looking out, dude. I'm going to be checking the sink. The sink is for dishes and pasta.
1: So, apparently, so. Yeah. Anyway, keep it clean. Yeah. What do you got there, John? Oh, man. Well, I've got one. This didn't happen this week, but it happened. Last year, actually, um, but it's been so good, and I've been hanging on to it for a while. Yeah, and uh, for a week when I when I didn't have anything fun happen, I mean, I've had fun things, but it's been it's been quite a day. So, anyways, um, so one of my coworkers has a Bigfoot costume. Oh wow! And um, say the, no school- more.
0: I mean, that
1: <laughs>
0: is so amazing.
1: It's. It doesn't have a, a bigfoot face to oh, it. Oh, it's just like it's just like the hair of the whole costume. Yeah, and then some holes for the eyes. Okay, and apparently, like his grandma made it or something like That's that. That's amazing. He made it for his dad. And um, and I we one day we were talking. I was like, man, because our our school kind of butts up to some woods. And as the as the um, the fall approaches, you know, the leaves start falling down, and you can kind of see into the woods a little bit more. And uh, I was thinking, man, it would be so cool if we had a Bigfoot costume. He's like, I got one. I'm like, no, you don't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Why do you have one? That's amazing. And uh, bring it to work. Yes. So why didn't you say so sooner? (laughs) You should start with that. Hi, my name is Billy. I have a a hedgehog costume Uh, is what I was gonna say. I got
1: a a Bigfoot Bigfoot costume. costume. Apparently there's more than one in his family Uh, costume that is. Oh, wow. Um, so we 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 planned it out. We uh we got a day when it was you know kind of it was a little bit cooler because apparently that thing is kind of warm, and um, and we were gonna get the kids, because uh, where the kids eat on our campus mm-hmm. kind of looks into the woods, and then there's kids that walk along the back. Uh, we have like a a path along the back of the campus that uh, goes between the high school and. And so there's always kids walking back and down for that, and we can kind of time it because we know that these students, um, you know, are on a schedule. So, um, the first, the first attempt that we made, he went out in the woods and, uh, and I was just kind of looking for him. I actually lost him. I didn't know where he went because <laughs> we were going to try to get video, uh, evidence. It's like a ghillie suit, huh? It's kind of like that, but it really looks, I mean, it looks like a big furry Bigfoot guy. And, my coworker, Joey, he's, he's like six foot four or something like that. Oh. So he, he's a tall dude. Uh, so he's back there, and I lost him. Like, and all the kids are like, what are you looking at? Are you looking at deer? Huh? Is that a deer back there you're looking for? I'm like, no, I just saw it. I saw something. And I'm trying to get them to look, and they just <laughs> uh, not interested. And so we're like, okay, well, we've got to try it again. So he's out in the woods, and he starts walking towards where the kids eat. I'm like, I don't think the kids are going to see him out there. And then I'm standing there, and then all great. of a sudden I hear this kid yell, There's a big for <laughs> And are, I think these are middle schoolers or fifth graders yet. I don't remember. But they're just shouting, and they're, look! And so we went back, and we, we, uh, he walks back through, and then he goes back deeper into the woods, and the kids never saw him. And then, I, I just because I needed to see what this looked like, uh, I pulled up the the security cameras, uh, and, uh, and man, these kids went crazy. They're all like, where's a bag bigfoot!" <laughs> and then one of our teachers, who just so happens to be a a, a believer of Bigfoot, uh, found okay. out about it, and um, and I said, "Yeah, we got we got uh, we got video evidence and everything because I recorded it." <laughs> And uh, she's like, no way. You got to share that with me. So I did. And I had to break the news that, you know, it was Aww. not real Bigfoot. Because um, I have no idea, you know, why a Bigfoot would be here in our county this close to our school. But it was amazing. It was a, a well-executed prank. I was, I was afraid that we were going to get in trouble because the head of school and the assistant head of school. <laughs> I was reviewing the video. As, as the kids... We're about to see the Bigfoot. They walked through the, they walked through the courtyard. Uh-huh. So, like if they had been out, if they had walked through the courtyard just a little bit later, they would have been in the middle of the Bigfoot sighting, <laughs> and uh, I might have gotten in trouble for that. I don't know. <laughs> it, it was pretty awesome. That is so, amazing. We had a a, a Bigfoot non Bigfoot sighting, and uh, that was quite. That, that
0: is quite that's a, epic. That is epic. Yeah.
1: I'll, uh, I'll, I'll share the pictures with you, James, so that you can, I mean, cause it looks for real. I mean, it looks like every yeah. fake Bigfoot sighting that has ever happened.
0: That's great. That so. is great. I love that. Thank you so much. Um, speaking of jokes, <laughs> it's time for us to tell some jokes. Oh, Hello. It's time for jokes. See, see what I did there. Um, uh, hello. Who, yeah. Who's, who's there. <laughs> time for jokes um
1: is it it gonna be knock knock jokes no no
0: no um so why is billy joel's laundry still wet he didn't start the dryer oh (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) Uh, because
1: he likes to bet
0: oh he likes to bet yet he yet he likes to bet yeah (laughs) <laughs> Yet he doesn't mind.
1: Yeah, that's a, we should, we need to throw that in there somewhere.
0: Did you hear about the huge sale at the Lego store? No, the people were lined up for blocks. <laughs> that's
1: actually kind of good. I kind of I kind of like that one.
0: All right. If Jim is short for James and Bob is short for Robert, what's Luke short for? A stormtrooper. <laughs>
1: yeah, I like that one. I like that one. What's Luke? Stormtrooper.
0: A man goes to a funeral oh. and asks the widow, "Mind if I say a word?" She says, "Please do." The man clears his throat and says, "Bargain." The widow replies, "Thanks. That means a great deal." <laughs> Great. uh and my Beach favorite great. one yeah. i've used this one on several people this week i have a step ladder. i never knew my real ladder Oh! <laughs> i like that one i love it i like it i want some more of it so anyway those are our jokes for this week hmm. hello is joke time no it's not joke time anymore so joke's on you all right we got a couple of announcements first is our and most important really is our weekly story contest for the next two months we're already two weeks in this is week three we are giving fifty dollars every show to this top story and you could submit stories at nlcast.com click on submit a story read the rules and regs and all that kind of stuff and get your story in and get a chance to get on the show and win fifty dollars Stories right now via email or voicemail are not being entered at this time. Uh, We'll work on that, you know, in the future, but people are winning money and uh, I love it. I love giving it away. So uh, submit your story today at NLCast.com. I also want to mention something. I just sent out an email to all of our uh, subscribers, our email subscribers. And um, this is something John and I want to do. We've talked about it. It, it. It started, it started with Mr. Beast. he, he paid for a thousand people to get cataract surgery so they could see again. And that inspired me. And it also inspired some well-meaning, but ultimately horrible Christians to claim that he was trying to be Jesus. (laughs) And it's like, no, he just did some good stuff with his money. That's, that's all he did. You know? Um, And, and I was like, dad gummit, I want to do that. And, and so I want our show. To, to be known as the show that gave somebody their eyesight back. So um, I just want you to know that I'm not doing any asking at this point. I just want to warm up the community because you guys are the best community in the world. We I say it all the time. I don't say it enough. We're not the best podcast. but We have the best podcast listeners in the world. And I yeah. know that you guys love to do great things. So I am in the process right now. The first step is finding the person that needs the help. And I've got some feelers out. Um, there's a good friend of mine that knows uh, uh, the, the, the 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 doctors that do this work. And we want to find someone that needs the surgery, but would never be able to get it without our help. Basically somebody that just yeah. doesn't have insurance is, is completely, uh, un, you know, in duress, can't drive, can't do anything on their own um and we want to help them and honestly uh you know don't the bible says don't despise the day of small beginnings and i don't want to get in over my head but i would love to do this on an annual basis to be honest to be honest um cool just to to be able to i mean we already can say there's a baby because of you know cast you know and uh in, in that story show now i want to be able to say. You know we've 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 invested in the lives of of people. So if that sounds good to you, keep your ears on, because um I wasn't just talking crap that day when I vented about <laughs> how mad I was <laughs> that people found something wrong with something so right. um So anyway, w- just just be be on the list. The the yeah, I'm sick. Okay, be on the hear out. Yeah, be on the listen out. Yeah, there you keep go. Your ears. <clears throat> it's time for some listener stories. But first, a word from our sponsors. All right. We have some stories for you today. This one's called "Excellent Idea. It's from <laughs> Jody B. in Beaver Creek. This one is about my youngest daughter's first week of kindergarten. I have four kids. Three are were, three were in school, and I had an almost two-year-old at home. One day when my three kids got home from school, my two oldest came running to me telling me that her teacher had found a raw egg in my youngest daughter's book bag.
1: <laughs>
0: they discovered the egg after she had gone to the library in the school and put three brand new books in her book bag to take home. Well, you can guess what happened. The books mm. broke the egg and got all over the books. So yeah, we had to pay for those books. Uh-oh. I asked her why she put a raw egg in her book bag and she said she didn't know who put it there. She said her brother must've done it course i didn't mm-hmm. believe that her two-year-old brother would go to the refrigerator take an egg out of the carton and put it in her book bag uh, not that he would be able to reach it hanging on the hall tree anyway i kind of let it go though until my husband got home when he got home i asked my daughter to come over and i just asked her tell me the truth did you put that egg in your book bag she half smiled and shook her head yes <laughs> i asked her why mm-hmm. why did you put that egg in your book bag And she told me she wanted to put it in her teacher's chair so she would sit on it. Oh, (laughs) jeez.
1: The plot thickens.
0: Yeah. You ever heard about digging a hole for yourself? That's that's what this little girl's doing. So I had had evil plans for my egg. Um, I tried not to laugh. And I looked over at my husband. He was sitting there with his head down, hiding his face, laughing. I told her that I didn't think her teacher would appreciate that at all. I had mentioned it to her teacher at a conference and she said she had a feeling why she would want to do that. It was something about a book they had read the day before about a kid who brought a cupcake to school. He wanted to give it to his teacher. And so he put it on her chair and she accidentally sat on it. She -hmm. said the kids thought this was really funny and her teacher was very nice about it and thought it was funny too. She's a great teacher. So after my kids told me about the egg, I went to her book bag and saw the brand new books in a plastic bag along with the amounts the books would cost, (laughs) but it was clean because someone at the school had cleaned it out. Honestly, all I could think was, I'm really glad I didn't have to do it. So I guess I dodged (laughs) that one. Love, 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 love the podcast. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much, Jody B. Well, thank you, Jody B, for sending in a story.
1: That was great. And thank you, daughter, for uh, that great story. (laughs) Oh man! I just dug a hole for myself. Yeah, and I was gonna keep going. Uh, I kudos to the teacher in that too. Yeah, Um, and and the school for cleaning out the bag because I know that a lot
0: of a lot of players like, dude, your dirty backpack. The only thing I could think of was one time at kids' camp. This, I think I've told this one, but a kid threw up off the edge of a bunk bed and then went back to sleep just immediately. Like I got up to see who had thrown up and I had to look down every row to, until I saw the puke on this. And it was all over this luggage, open bag. And no. it, luckily it was the kid's own luggage. And dude, I'm telling you, I got a, I got a plastic bag. I put it in there. I tied it off. And that's how the parents no. got it. A couple days later. they <laughs> you didn't even hose it off. You no, kinda- I was like, oh, okay, I can't handle that crap. that's when i knew it was my ministry time was drawing to a close you know (laughs) too old for this business i just still haven't figured out how you throw up and then go right back to sleep that's you know throwing up is like a huge ordeal
1: Uh, you know for me it's a whole body thing
0: but he was so tired i guess i don't know that's camp that's camp yeah he's just worn out from camp let me get this out of Uh, the way so Anyway, well, speaking this, of tired, yeah.
1: I got a story for you. It has nothing to do with being tired. It comes to us from Fred Markle in Hanover, Pennsylvania. It's upside down cake. That's the title of this story, James. It's a good title. It's a, It's a good title. Well, well titled. This story involves my oldest son when he was probably around five years old. My son has a good many OCD tendencies, especially when he was younger. He always had to have his trains in just the right order you know, that kind. Yeah, Everything's got to be 90 degree angles on the desk. I I can't relate with that at all. Just kidding. We always needed to keep his bedroom routine the same, or he would let us know that we failed. Mm. It was mostly simple little things like that though. He's a smart and sweet kid, but the OCD tendencies are strong force in his life. Mm. So one day we took a family shopping trip to the Red Bullseye store to get some household items you know what store that is james oh uh, no
0: I, I i just chalked it up to those those local stores that everybody has you know like every region oh. has its own store oh like Kro- uh, kroger and
1: yeah you know down in the south yeah
0: piggly wiggly and I, i'm Food pretty Lion. sure the
1: red bullseye is is like a, a national store oh really it's, it's actually its logo is a red bullseye
0: so, oh, Target? Target,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh my you.
0: gosh, it's,
1: like, it's the Red Bullseye. Oh. or maybe they actually have a store in Pennsylvania called the Red Bullseye. But oh, when I read that, I envisioned Target. So, yeah, I think you're so. right,
0: and I'm just stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, you're not, Chapes, you're not. Oh. So, uh, one day we took the family shopping to to the Red Bull, uh, to Target, uh, to get some household items. And while we were there, my son had to go to the bathroom. So, when we got inside, we went to the restroom and I told him, You take the short urinal and I'll take the tall one right next to his. We walked up and I started to do my business. My son walked up and noticed that the urinal patty plastic shield thing was flipped upside down. (laughs) My OCD son would have none of this. And he immediately reached in and flipped the plastic guard the right side up and back to its proper place. <laughs> Uh, Much to my horror, of course, I yelled. I (laughs) zipped up and grabbed both of his wrists and held them tightly into the air. I took him over to the sink and washed his hand multiple times before Uh. we headed back out to the store to find my wife and tell her of the terrible- Why would
0: you tell her? You don't tell stuff like that. (laughs) You go to the
1: grave with stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) Because she would never hold that poor child's hand again if oh wait she'll never hold that poor child's hand again yeah and i'm sure that's i'm sure that's not anyways that's my short story and i hope you guys have an amazing week fred markle you uh, Pennsylvania.
0: Uh. Uh,
1: you know i w- 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 girls don't know anything about the accoutrement that that these these stand-up toilets have yeah uh because they don't get to go in that bathroom and unless unless they're one fancy family and they have one of them kind of toilets in their house but um they always put things in those those urinals yeah you know to uh like like a cake like a little
0: cake and we we know about these they're they're little pucks of of smell that are supposed to be released when they are urinated on um, um and then there are the filters like the plastic yeah. filters. I guess it's supposed so to keep toilet paper out and and cigarettes and stuff like that.
1: Gum and all whatever people throw down those things. Yeah,
0: and and then at Cyberg's here in in St. Louis, there's a little goalpost and a soccer ball hanging from it that you're supposed <laughs> to <laughs> pee on. <laughs> that's are you serious? I am so serious.
1: I missed that. <laughs>
0: I am gonna have to go back up and visit you. So so you can can get goals over and over and over and over. It's so satisfying. (laughs) Hmm. I've never been good at sports until that day when I walked in there (laughs) and I'm like, this is new you know? Yeah. So gotta have somewhere to aim. Oh. It reminds me though of a story my daughter, she was I don't know, probably six or seven, and we were just wrestling in the bathroom. And I I grabbed her hand and I started trying to force it down into the toilet water, you know, just to torture her. <laughs> and she's screaming and all this kind of stuff. Finally, I'd do it. And immediately, I was so proud. I was so proud. Immediately, her face turned evil and she s- realized she had a weapon and she started trying <laughs> to touch me with her potty water hand and she chased me around the house and I was so scared i screamed like a small baby (laughs) she Um, didn't get to put her hand on your face no i i was i'm quick (laughs) quick for a fat guy i'm agile i'm like spider-man i'm like if you if you put a fat guy in that costume that would be me so anyway yeah yeah, she she made me so happy anyway this this story here is called uh critical combustion spy isaiah Carden duck from canada bc Uh, My story begins in our little hobby farm. I would have been about nine or 10 at the time. I'm 20 now. And my dad and I were cleaning up the fall leaves from our maple tree. So we ended up with a big pile of leaves about six feet in diameter. And the leaves were quite damp, but we needed to get rid of them somehow. So we began to eat. No, I'm kidding. Um, So (laughs) (laughs) It's dried up salad. So we thought we would burn them. But what's the best way to burn wet leaves? Well, with gasoline, of course. Oh no, no, not not really. Uh, we we do not authorize this. So gasoline is a
1: terrible accelerant. <laughs> I mean, it's an excellent accelerant, but don't use it. Yeah,
0: yeah, kids, uh, don't try this at home. So my dad poured about ten liters of gas. I have no how. I have no how. I have no idea how much that is. Uh, it's a lot though, because uh, that would be like yeah. five two-liter bottles of soda. That's the only way I can relate to your leaders. Um, That's perfect. And it had a little bit of time to sit, so all the vapors were getting trapped underneath the leaves.
1: Oh, no. This
0: pile was about 50 to 60 feet from the house where my mom and grandma were working in the kitchen. So now we were ready to light this pile on fire, and I was standing about four feet away from the pile. My dad lights it, and there was just a big bang. (laughs) And I saw... (laughs) In my All I saw in my vision from one side to the other was fire for a good oh. three seconds. Just <laughs> Fire. Oh. And then most of the oh. gas burned off and the fire died down a little bit. And when the fire was lit, it was so loud, it shook the windows in the house where my mom and grandma were. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody survived and there was no hair singed that anybody admitted to anyway. Thank you for reading my story. Hope it makes it on the show. Isaiah, Carden, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
1: Boom. Well, uh, that's a- the only thing that first thing that comes to mind is that yeah. scene from um Christmas vacation when with <laughs> the uncle, you know, likes his stogie and then yes. turns the match oh.
0: behind
1: and- him.
0: <laughs> 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 Boom. Where's my uh, stogie? Yeah. Where's my stogie? Oh. Dude, one time we were playing around, me and some Boy Scouts. And you know, well, one thing they train you about is fire safety. So Yeah, that's we, like critical. That's core. Yeah, that and knife safety. I mean, two of the biggest things in the world. And and so we knew all the bad things to do. And so right. we <laughs> built a fire. We dug a trench around it, you know, because fire gap, you know, it stopped the fire if it spread. And then my friend went and got a, a gallon i mean a tank of gas and filled up the trench with gas what and then lit it on fire and it was amazing i'm i mean it it really was don't do this at home kids but it was amazing um until he decided to pour some more on while it was lit the fire went up the the spill you know and into the can oh and he started running the can he did he started running And the fire chased him like in the movies and he dropped it and ran away and you know, it's just globbing out, Boop, bloop, boop. So the fire, man, somebody was like, we're going to get killed. Some adults going to see us and we're going to die. We're going to be dead, not from fire, but from just parental guardianship and uh, trying to burn the forest. So one of the braver of us went over and tipped it up and the fire immediately, you know, burn out because. It it, it, you know lost its fuel so but yeah i I just remember and i remember that story every time in the movies when i see you know a a trail of gunpowder or somebody you know who's they've crashed their car and the little leak of gasoline is heading toward the spark you know that kind of thing yeah i'm like i lived that (laughs) i saw that that. actually happen so anyway Uh,
1: dude that is no joke
0: it is not don't play with fire kids
1: don't play with fire and especially don't play with gasoline and fire because yeah. that's a it's not like alcohol fire. It's totally different.
0: So yeah, it's bad. It's really the bad. The more you know.
1: Yeah. PSA.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 do that. All right.
1: This this doesn't have anything to do with fire. This is a, a tweet story. We're tweet. resetting.
0: We're resetting. Let's just hit the reset, reset. button. There we go. Ah, there we go. There
1: okay. I, I feel so relieved now. Uh, this comes with some James Forshee. Tweet, tweet is the title. Hello, James and John. I am James. Hi. Hey, James. Hi, James. This story took place when I was four. I had uh, the habit of pointing with my middle finger. Uh-oh. <laughs> the tall finger, as uh, some would say. And when I did it, my, my brother would get mad at me. He eventually <laughs> told me that it meant something really bad. And, and he told me to point with my pointer finger. Well, a couple days pass, and my sisters tell me to do chores, and, and I didn't want to do it, so I ran away screaming. And then I put two and two together, and an evil idea struck me, and I ran back in, and I said, you can't tell me what to do, along with showing her two of the littlest birds you'll ever see. <laughs> Thanks for reading. <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me I don't know what this means, but it's bad. <laughs> uh, uh, thanks, James Forshy, for that. Did I ever tell you about the time when I was doing a chapel and I was, um, I, there, I was teaching the kids how to pray. Uh-huh. And there's uh there's this um object lesson where you use your your hands. Okay, and so like your thumb represents, you know, uh, you need to pray for yourself, so you point back at your thumb and then yeah. the, the pointer finger represents something else, and then each finger represents something. Well, I got onto the the middle finger. And, um, and I'm telling you that that's the tall finger that, that represents the, the people are in authority in your life. So you need to pray for the people authority. And I looked down in this, this room full of kindergartners. They're all giving me the bird because you know, they're, they're looking at yeah. yeah. With me. <laughs> I wish I could have taken a picture <laughs> at that moment because these kids are just, I mean, so innocent, you know, they're yeah. just looking at the tall finger. I don't know. Uh,
0: yeah, so I I uh well, there's a picture, an out of context picture of Mr. Rogers shooting the bird. And <laughs> it, when you watch the video, it's he's going through and he's mentioning these three things and and four things yeah. and they stop it right there when he when he sticks up his middle finger and it's just it's hilarious. Of course. But he would have never in a million years done something like that. But when I was a kid, I knew it was the bad finger, but I didn't know what it meant. I mean, I don't think any child knows. Um, I, I know the people sure here in I St. Know Louis it. knows what it means. I, I, I probably didn't know before I moved here, but I sure know now. People, it is not. It does not mean you're number one, which is what I, I thought they were telling me at first. You're number <laughs> one, you know. But I, 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 I learned in middle school because I flipped somebody off. Cause I didn't know it was the worst hand gesture in the world. Okay. I didn't know. I just thought it was like the heck with you, that kind of thing. You know, I, I knew it was bad. I didn't know how bad. And a coach came up to me and he's like, is that your IQ or your shoe size? And um, he's like, don't you be doing that? So that is an uh, obscene gesture. And I'm like, I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> okay. What does obscene gesture mean. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. But when I was a kid, you could shoot it at somebody like a gun. Like that's how I, I knew to do it, pointed it at them. And then if you blocked huh. it with your hand, like I'm doing now, it, it meant that it didn't count. And I did that huh. to a friend of mine at lunch and she told on me and I got jerked oh. by my freaking neck all the way to the principal's office. Never had done anything wrong in my life. I'm so scared. And they called my parents. My stepdad came home from work to come to my classroom to pull me out in the hallway to spank me. Yeah, public school. Yeah, this is elementary school. Yeah,
1: man, times sure have changed. Because I'm pretty sure that you know uh, all the kids you know do that in public school now yeah and it's just the way they communicate to everybody and i don't know i don't think so don't, but for <laughs>
0: <sure>. <laughs> don't do that either kids
1: yeah don't oh wait i hit it's the wrong
0: good. button <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that kids, kids. Yay! good idea um all right so oh, this right. is called youth nightmare youth night Uh-oh. like youth nightmare um yeah Yeah. it's like youth nightmare uh andrew Mulder from louisville kentucky he says hi james and john i got a story for you so the other night i was a youth group and we were doing the super bowl theme we had played a few games like football trivia then we had a contest to see who could eat the spiciest wings and since my youth leader had never done this before she had not thought it through and she didn't even try (laughs) the wings herself i somehow got myself (laughs) into this contest and i had no idea what i was in for I started, the first wing was not that spicy. The next had a little kick to it. The third, I found out later, was a habanero-flavored wing. At first, it didn't taste that spicy, but suddenly the aftertaste hit me, and my mouth was on fire. Yep. I, I found out later that the habanero pear, pepper is the seventh most spicy pepper in the world. By that mm-hmm. point, my mouth was on fire, and most of the other kids had quit. <laughs> but I was stupid enough to continue. You were, what? You were brave enough. Don't you let them tell you you're stupid. Don't let them put you down. (laughs) Doing dumb things makes you a man. (laughs) That's what what I found out when I washed my hands over my wife's pasta. Stupid (laughs) things like that make you who you are. Uh, An idiot. Uh, I could almost (laughs) taste the victory and it was fiery. The next wing was a ghost pepper flavored wing. Made from the third most spicy pepper in the world. The flavor of fire and heat filled my mouth. And it started to go numb. I wondered if I could take much more. But after I drank a glass of milk, I decided to continue. Now almost all the kids had had enough. And it was down to me and one other kid. And the last wing was called a Carolina Reaper. The most spicy pepper in the world. As I popped the wing into my mouth, I started chewing... And I began to severely regret my decision. My mouth immediately burned with fiery, spicy rage. I could feel my face heating up and I was told I was turning bright red. I felt like death was on the horizon, but I still swallowed the wing and knew (laughs) that I had won. But the taste of victory was nothing like I was hoping as my mouth began to burn to the point that I knew something bad was about to happen. I excused myself to run to the bathroom where I proceeded to throw up the contents of my stomach. I'll spare you all the details, but let's just say that it was the most painful pukeception I ever experienced, Pukeception. I That was a Freudian slip there. Anyway, finally, when it was all over, I returned to join the group for a Bible lesson. <laughs> and I wondered if we were learning about the fires of hell that night which I had already felt and experienced. So later when I got home, my lips started burning. I realized I had not washed the wing sauce off my hands. And now my lips were on fire, tired and drowsy. I went to bed dreading school the next day. When I woke up the next morning, my ordeal was far from over. My stomach was in pain all day. This time from a different end of my body. And while I won the contest, the consolation prize was just a brownie. Was it worth it? <laughs> yes. Yes, it was. Oh, I have no it regrets. A big brownie. Yes, but I will go down in history as the only one in our church youth group willing to endure such a fiery feat in the name of sweet victory. I hope you like my story. Hope it makes it on the show. Andrew Mulder, Louisville, Kentucky. May you rest Andrew. in peace, Andrew. Wherever you are, man.
1: Well, yeah. Well, I mean, his his mouth and he his stomach and esophageal lining are now coated with a permanent layer of uh, internal scarring. So, just so you know, Andrew, you can probably still eat hot stuff and it won't bother you as much. Is that is
0: that really what happens?
1: No. Oh, you just you just get used to it and you endure
0: it. Are but, you do you like spicy food, John? Are you? Are you uh, spicy yeah, food? I do. I don't, I, I can handle a little bit, you know, like I'll get a one or a two if there's a range, you know, if people ask at the Thai food place, but, uh, I'm not, I'm not man enough or whatever. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't do that. I, I, um, I'm, I'm a wimp. I'm a wimp. I don't,
1: for me, it's not really, uh, it's not a, it's not a thing about, oh, I'm tough. I can eat this. It just, I don't know. There's something about that the flavor and i mean i don't really particularly enjoy having a flaming mouth but um and and certainly the after effects are not always very pleasant well and that's
0: what i'm trying to get to is i've never had an experience like he just experienced i've heard that when it comes out it's it's worse worse than when it it went in is that is that have you been in that experience have you had that oh yeah
1: so we had this wings place. Uh, we used to have this wings place. They would have like 25 cent wings on Tuesdays. And so every Tuesday we would go down there and get wings. And so we, you know, they have quite a few different flavors. So I would always want to try them. And they had this one. It's called, it was called venom. And um, I was Ooh, like, that's a good I name. I try the, the venom. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, well, this is really hot. You know, you didn't have to sign a waiver or anything <laughs> like that, but it's really hot. I'm like, yeah, I could probably do that. So I got, I got some of those and um, I was eating. I was like, yeah, they were pretty hot and they, but they had a really good flavor to them. I could only finish like half of them. I think I ordered six or whatever. I could only finish half of them, but um, they were so hot. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to describe how painful it was, but if you've ever seen a volcano explode, yeah. With the, the magma and the fire and such. Lava. That's what it felt like. Yeah,
0: the, uh, the lava. Uh, I mean. Yeah.
1: That and can't I, be
0: good for you. Because um, it has to travel <laughs> through your entire <laughs> intestinal tract. And, and it's burning and singeing all the way down. I, yeah.
1: It's, I, I will say that I, I, I didn't order those wings again. Yeah, I mean, I did try them. While other people, <laughs> I was like, "Hey, man, those are really hot. You should try them." Sometime. <laughs> and they did, and I would eat one of theirs. But um, oh, that's
0: yeah, terrible. I never. Uh, it's so bad. It's hot. Yeah, it no, I, I don't need that in my life. You know, some sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it's hard enough as it is. You know, naturally. <laughs> <laughs> to get things yeah. where they belong, I'm just going to say it that way. Sure. You, you you're almost 50 years old, you know. Regularity is important, and uh, yeah, so, eat Sometimes your you don't drink enough water. You don't. You don't. You, you skip a day of the raisin bran, and and it feels like a rock's coming out of you. You know, a, a freaking solid rock. <laughs> um. So eat you know. Your fiber kid. Yeah. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> Don't play with fire and eat your, eat your, uh, your raisin fiber. (laughs) Yeah. Chew on a rope or something, whatever. Well, it's time for us to figure out who won this thing. We're going to give away 50 bucks. So yeah, I don't know what your favorite was, John. What, what, you know, what's on your mind?
1: Well, I, I enjoyed Andrew's tale of woe, uh, (laughs) The, the fire tale because I could relate with it so very well.
0: So not, not the fire that that blew up fire the no no the fiery that's, wings the fiery wings okay. yeah
1: andrew's uh uh youth nightmare we we had it titled there the what
0: what are your feelings about James Forshe's <laughs> the the Jeez. littlest birds you'll ever see the littlest birds
1: that's adorable <laughs> I, I uh I like that one too very much uh, all right um you
0: want to call it a good tale yeah. of yeah, sure. It's innocence, but it's
1: badness. It's, it's, it's the, innocence and it's badness because I mean balance. he learned he bound,
0: he learned something that was bad to do and he did it. And he didn't but even he know. He just he was just at that age he, he thought it was it meant you're stupid or I'm not listening to you. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, so, you can't tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> double bird. Double deuce.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, James Forshee, you are our winner, our third winner. You win $50. Yeah. Thanks
1: to uh, Andrew, Isaiah, and Jody for their great support. Yes, Thank
0: all of know. our contributors, we appreciate you so much. Um, get your story in. Get your story in. This is going to continue and for the next two months, and if it goes well, uh, and, and I hope it does, it, we will continue it. I told you my ultimate goal would be to give $100 a week, with a $50 second place and a $25 third place. I'd love to do that. So, support us in Patreon if you can. You know we wanna we wanna do stuff for you guys, and uh, we wanna do stuff for folks that can't see. So uh, be on the listen for that. It's time for us to get out of here. Shirley, you have a funny life story. Do you want to hear it on the show? Do you want to win $50? Submit your story entry. At thatstoryshow.com. Review the show on iTunes, because it helps. And thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to our producers, James Spangler, Carrie Wright, Christopher Tynan. Support the work we do and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com/slash Show. And remember when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed, and don't do it to yourself. Don't eat those hot wings. You know what's happening later. We, we all know this now. Just think, hey, this belongs on that story show. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs> Phew, I made did it. it James. I'm sick did. and I made it to a show. Ugh.
1: Yeah, things are starting to bloom up there.
0: I don't know. I, my friend, my, my co-worker had COVID. And I think oh. I might have COVID. So if I have it oh. now, you have it in your ears. Oh no! Yeah, you have ear COVID. <laughs> oh so. no, man, my ears vaccinated, dude. All right. Well, I'm
1: immune. I have her herd immunity. I have hear herd immunity. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's <dumb>. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I'll take it. I'll laugh at it. Oh man! You put that
1: one under your uh, your jokes for for the week.
0: Yeah. I'll use it next week. We'll do it. Yeah, I, I had a step ladder. I got a step ladder, but um, I never knew my real ladder. That, that one kills. <laughs> I sent it to my sister. She cried.